So a focus for once appears to have shifted abroad with most FX markets looking at the political developments in the United States um, for direction. What is the relevance for South Africa regarding the Italian elections and Germany's political developments at the moment? Yeah, so Sakina, um, actually quite important uh, for, for a number of reasons. So you know, the, the first is we, we're still awaiting news from, from Italy as to how their elections unfolded. Um, now we know uh, it's been a, a theme for a couple of years now, or not a couple, a few years now, that um, the centre-right and right-wing parties have have started to um, uh, have started to to become all the more influential in in guiding uh, Europe's uh, economic policies and social policies. So it has proved once again uh, with the Italian elections that uh, the centre-right and the right-wing parties have have once once again, come out um, stronger than the others. Now, the problem with Italy is that it it looks as though they're heading towards a a hung parliament, which is a little bit disastrous in a a couple of ways. The first is that we're not going to get a clear answer as to what Italy's political landscape is going to look like for a while. The second is that uh, it's the anti-establishment parties that, that look like they're in the ascendancy. The combination of which leaves Europe with uh, one mammoth headache. We've just come out of, of a period where uh, Germany was in a state of flux with, with its political system. Uh, it seems to have resolved that now with the Grand Coalition under Merkel uh, finally agreed to. But now we have Italy, and it's the third largest economy. And if one thinks back to uh, third largest economy in Europe, and if one thinks back to, to what happened with the French elections, it was a massively destabilizing uh, event uh, in Europe. Uh, affected the euro quite significantly, as as well as um, affected uh, fears and, and concerns about how uh, Europe, as a as a trading bloc, is going to function for for the years ahead. So it, it is quite an important development for a number of reasons. Um, it is going to affect growth perceptions out of that bloc going forward uh, for for quite some time to come. And unfortunately, I think we need to get used to the idea that we're going to have a protracted. Um, political quagmire that they're going to have to work through for the next, uh, I'd say, three to six months. And then, George, with respect to Donald Trump and his his tweets about trade wars being a good thing, are we to take those views seriously? You know, Sakina, unfortunately, we do. Um, the, this is this is the, the the man himself is is giving you his direct views, and uh, unfortunately, he's he's hinted at things like this in the past. It now looks to be gaining a little bit more uh, traction. Um, one needs to perhaps explain some of the basics of, of economics to, to Donald Trump, because whilst it may seem like a, a really obvious choice uh, to, to impose tariffs to make your you know, and protect your your, um, your your industries because they are struggling and, you, and you're forming a, a big budget def- a, a current account deficit to, to the rest of the world. The reality is that the far better response would be just to make yourself more efficient. Uh, at the point where you're more efficient, you don't have to um, reduce uh, trade activity between different nations, which is, of course, a growth negative development. So it's by far the, the more difficult thing to do, but it's also uh, the more constructive thing to do would be to, to try and make yourself more efficient. So going down the route of trade wars is, is not helpful to anybody. Um, and, and, of course, we've seen... Uh, risk uh, r- risk markets re- respond fairly negatively to to that outcome um, last week, and and I suspect we're going to continue focusing on that going forward. 
it, it's not it's not particularly great news for for countries like South Africa and other emerging markets that uh, depend very strongly on on trade bilateral trade agreements that uh, include the U.S. And then just finally, George, domestically, there's a lot of speculation about what expropriation without compensation might look like. But what advice would you give to people on how they can position themselves for this? So, Kina, the advice that I would give would be to just um, not, not buy into all the hype right now. Um, there, there's this, this is an extremely complicated issue, and I do not believe it's something that's going to be uh, uh, decided on uh, just willy-nilly through Parliament because the EFF has has come up with this motion. Um, I, I, I find it I find it um, uh, well not surprising really, but um, it, it's it's more than just pure coincidence that we are talking about this issue in the run-up to the 2019 elections. It's a very emotive topic. Uh, it of course has to be addressed at some point or another. But the way that these politicians are going about it once more uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Um, so what, what I'm referring to specifically is that people need to, uh, <clears throat> people need to understand and accept that uh, property rights forms the basis of any modern-day economy. The minute you start to uh, take away from those property rights, uh, the consequences are huge and, and can be devastating if managed poorly, as, as Zimbabwe showed us. Now, I don't believe for a second that we're headed down that route. Um, South Africa's economy is far, too, is, is, is far too sophisticated for all of that. But I will say this much, and it's just something for people to think about uh, when, when they talk about these land issues. Um, the land issue quite specifically affects the banking industry very, very deeply. At the minute you take away the land which uh, forms the, uh, the, uh, the background against which uh, banks lend, so uh, it's the collateral against which banks lend, uh, and, and you take that land away, you effectively destroy balance sheets of banks. And if, if you wanted a full-blown banking crisis, this would be one way to go about doing it. Now, there are many very smart people in government, and they will understand these, uh, these developments, and they'll understand them well. So I think the point that I'd like to make and, and uh, the call that I would make to lots of people is to stay vigilant. Uh, we, we can't just be railroaded down a particular um, route just because some politicians are, are planning for the elections. That being said, um, just understand that this is, this is a, a very complex issue and by no means is the speculation that we're seeing at the moment likely to translate into uh, the, the kind of policies that, let's just say, the EFF would like to see with full nationalisation of, of land.